Warning, the following audio transmission is based on theory and is intended for entertainment purposes only. It's Doomsday and its affiliates will not be held liable for anything your dumbass does. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome into the show, everybody. Today is February 1st, 2023. Time for me in the U.S. is 2.17 p.m. And joining me for this monthly bonus episode is Ba Ramu of the Ba Ramu Podcast. Dude, what time is it there? By the way, did you press record? Yes, I did. <laughs> I was panicking there. At least one of us did it. Um, no, good. It's, uh, it's currently... 20 past 7 here, and my football team's kicking off in 45 minutes, so uh, no pressure. But no, no, I'm joking. I love these <laughs> chats, and I felt like last time we did really well. Um, the the episodes, the, the the topics that we discussed, and uh, I had a lot of good feedback, as such as yourself. You told me that a lot of people were reaching out and enjoyed the show, so I'm excited for tonight's one. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, for those of you that don't know that are coming into this bonus episode for the first time, Boz actually in the UK. So his definition of football is a little different than our definition of football, right? Yeah. <laughs> and I, Well, it did originate here, so we have the right to call it football, by the way. <laughs> well, yeah. You know, and we're about to have the Super Bowl here, so I know a lot of people are fired up and they're getting excited, and I could care less about American sports, honestly. No? I didn't know that. No, the politics I, I, that are in our sports are bad, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I get that. Especially, I think, basketball, from what I hear, is like the most. Like, I, I know LeBron James, is uh, he's always running his mouth about nonsense and, and stuff. But uh, I've started to take an interest in American sport over the last six months, um, in particular, the, the Super Bowl. I, I haven't picked a team yet, and I'm kind of leaning towards the 49ers, only because my wife being from California... Uh, I know there's a lot of uh, hatred towards the the Raiders, is it? Because they moved from San Diego to LA and there's a lot of hatred towards them. So I'm going to pick the, the closest one, which is the 49ers. But I like ice hockey. I think ice hockey would be, I, I've been to a few games. I think that's the main sport that I, I would follow. So, you know, just <laughs> hockey, in my opinion, it's less messed with politically wise. It hasn't been put under the scrutiny that American football has and Bob, if you didn't know this, I'm going to enlighten you on something. The Super Bowl is the number one human trafficking day of the year. Did you know that? Uh, yeah. I think, I think I'd think heard that once or twice before, but, you know, it's 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 insane. Makes sense as well. It does. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, to get into the show today, guys, what we're, what Bob and I are going to be covering are uh, kind of the space programs internationally and what other countries have going on because – if you're here in the U.S., the only thing you ever hear about is NASA, okay? And we may hear some things in the U.S. here about how there's Russian and China meddling 
within the space programs. We're going to try to shed some light on this today because you guys know, if you listen to the show, Ba and I's goal is to kind of bridge, put a bridge up between the U.S. and the U.K., so this information's getting all the way across both boards and not just kind of getting lost in the ether, right, Bob? Yeah, totally agree. Um, so I, I, I listened to a podcast about, uh, and it was weird when you brought this up because I know me and you kind of, we this is the one topic that we probably disagree on is space and all that. Um, but when you mentioned it to me, I was like, wow, does the UK actually have a space program? And I mean, coming from someone like me, I don't really pay attention to mainstream, but I have now since we've decided to do this show. But um, I started asking a lot of the adults around about, you know, friends, family, if they knew. And nobody knew, but we actually do. It's fairly new, although it's kind of been, uh, we've kind of helped out with uh, moon missions since 1952. Uh, But there's, I think it's only really amped up uh, in the last few years where we've actually employed uh yeah i've got i've got the title of him here it's harv harv smythe and he's been uh... hey preppers do you want 10 percent off survival food go to www.readywise.com and use code doom 10 at checkout for 10 percent off all your survival food needs again that's code doom 10 at checkout at readywise.com D-O-O-M-10 for 10% off at readywise.com. Labeled the first ever director of space for the UK. So that, that's only in the last few years. And uh, we've only had four moon missions, two of which were successful, uh, sorry, space missions, two of <laughs> which were successful, two of which failed. But from, from, from a brief standpoint, before I get into some of the things I could talk to you about, it sounds like we are just maybe like a cog in the wheel. Maybe we maybe just supply America, Russia. I think we've we've had a few astronauts that have worked over in the the Soviet Union back in those days, and uh, we haven't really done anything for ourselves. Um, I'm a welder, as you know, and I do know that there are welders that have worked for the Ministry of Defence here in the UK, welding components for the space industry. Um, but as far as like. You know, as I said, nobody knows about it, and I don't think we're a major player in the space game other than what's happened in the last few years, which is, to me, and I've got it written here, um, our main goal in the UK is to uh, focus on lower orbit, lower Earth orbit, looking back at the Earth from space, learning about um, climate change, (laughs) you know, the agenda stuff, the climate change, agriculturalism, um, coastal erosion, and defense for our nation so right you can you can guess what that means but uh so, no, I, I, as i say i felt i felt you know when you when you were like nasa obviously huge in america the, the main one but the uk for me unless someone can correct me i don't think we're we're big in that so there's so there's three different parts of this i wanted to cover the first one were the space agencies around the world who's all involved in space um I wanted to get into the top 25 space conspiracies that there are out there because I think that's highly important. And then we're, I wanted to get into the militarization of space because that's the next thing coming. That's the future. So, Bob, let's, let's start with um, the space agencies from around the world. Let's start there. 
Guys, my reference materials for this are uh, coming from www.goingtospace.com. You can go back and check these reference materials if you'd like. So, Bob, according to this website in this article, there are 72 different agencies um, that are related to space activity. 14 of these are capable to actively launch ships into space. Six of these agencies can launch and recover satellites, operate space probes, deploy rockets, um, and only four of them are capable of human space flight, which is, which is interesting. If you think about it, there's 72 different nations out there messing with space activity, and the big one you really hear about is, is NASA, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean... My, my my knowledge on on space stuff is pretty limited, but I do know that the the whole the the minor you just mentioned seventy two there, and a little tip I'll give to people that are into the symbology and, and the conspiracy scene is, I think ninety percent of those ones they all have that vector, and I know you and I spoke about that that little swish you know the red swish in the NASA, they all pretty much have that, which is kind of a telltale sign that they're all not private, they're all probably funded and and. Uh, yeah, that kind of stuff. So. so let's get into some of the big ones here just to give you guys some names. There's the China National Space Administration, known as the CNSA. There is the Europe, European Space Agency, which I didn't even know Europe had a space agency. Uh, they're known as the ESA, okay? Um, there's the Indian Space Research Organization, the ISRO. There is the Japan Aerospace Exploration exploration agency going as JAXA. There is the Russian Federal Space Agency known as the RFSA. There's the National Aeronautics and Space Administration, which we know as NASA. Um, and these are these are kind of the bigger the bigger players in this, right? It, you know, as when you think about it on a bigger scale, I think it's really interesting to think about how many countries around the world are taking an active interest in space, and reasons for these clearly vary, but if you go back and you think about this, Russia has a pretty good military, so does China, right? So mm-hmm. it would make sense that highly militarized countries are you know, interested in space, getting into space, furthering their space programs, right? So it's very interesting. Yeah. I, I just want to make a point here <laughs> this is where i don't know how, how you feel about the whole space issue because i know me and you i'm a flat earther you're not and we kind of have a bit of banter back and forth to that but uh when they say space you do know they only mean six to three miles from the earth's surface which isn't space in, in my opinion it's not space that's why they get away with saying we're exploring space it's it's still within our earth's atmosphere and i think the example that the podcast i listened to with that our uh, director of space mentioned we have a place at the the furthest away point of the UK to the the furthest you know the two furthest points away from each other. It's actually further that distance than it is to classes space. So I know I'm I'm a skeptic, but I just think these people are getting away with with things taxpayers' money. You know the UK have, have just uh, the UK government just four or five days ago have mentioned that they're gonna. Uh, spend 50 million on space all the all the stuff that i mentioned there the climate change the agriculturalism the coastal erosion and the defense so to me it's just tax it's just a way to get more tax um but i don't i don't want a bit dampener on it i think it's still interesting (laughs) (laughs) 
So I'll t- I'll tell you what. Since we're on since we're on the conspiracy side of things, because Bob, me, and you, we we like to banter back and forth about the conspiracies, right? Yeah. Obviously, uh, let's get into the twenty five common space conspiracies, and they all claim to be debunked. They claim to be, but I'm I'm on the fence. So, guys, you could find all these uh, twenty five conspiracies at space dot com if you want to go back and look them up. So the first one on the list here is the Apollo moon landing, that it was faked. Ba, thoughts on that? <laughs> yeah, I agree. I actually did a, an episode with uh, a guy that I was, uh, I had like a, a bit of a podcast with him, and we did the, the moon landing one. And uh, for me, I think if anyone looks into it, gives it an hour, two hours of their time, I think most people, I, I genuinely do think that. I think there's a, a few conspiracies in the world, 9-11, the moon landing that I maybe being a bit optimistic, I believe that most people have questions about, and I think that one is is definitely up there. Right. So my my two uh, surrounding the moon landing, it's I have one of two theories, and I always go back and forth on these. The first one is we didn't go. We flat out never went back in '69. It didn't happen. It was faked. That's all it is. We were never there, but. I think we went later and we discovered things while we were there that prevented us from going back. That's one theory. The other theory I have is we did go. We absolutely went, but we didn't have the technology at the time to transmit the data back from the moon. We didn't have this great source of technology for radio transmissions then and everything else. So we went, we discovered things we couldn't tell the public about, okay? And we faked it in a, we faked it on a a studio set, okay? To give the public something. But I think while we were there, we discovered things we weren't supposed to know about. They're keeping this greatly buried from the American people and from people around the world. And basically, since we made those discoveries, We've been continuously going back, and there's a lot going on up there that they're not telling the people about. So yeah. for me, it's either one of those two kind of yeah. sides. I, I I agree. I think both of those theories are plausible. Uh, the only thing that uh, stops me from believing in those two, and, and not that I'm throwing them out, because I definitely think that you're right, the first one especially, we're, we either uh, have never been or we've, we've been in... And I think that the the footage and I, I believe it was Stanley Kubrick. I think there's a lot of evidence towards that Stanley Kubrick did a lot of the the footage. You know, he used even the the film that he made. Is it Odysseys or Odyssey? There's a film he made, and if you look the skyline in those movies that depicted like craters and mountains, is the same that we see in the in the footage of of Neil Armstrong and that uh, bouncing about on the moon. But uh, yeah, so. Uh, yeah, so the 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 only thing that I would say is, I actually don't know for sure that the moon's a solid surface. I think there's a lot of evidence to to show that it's maybe made of plasma and it's not something that we can land on. Um, that's the only thing that I would throw in there for anyone that's intrigued or interested in that kind of stuff. Hey preppers, check out Blackbeard Fire Starters. Go to www.blackbeardfire.com backslash doomsday and utilize code doomsday for 10% off your entire order at blackbeardfire.com. I got you. So the second one in here uh, suggests that NASA is a lie, okay? Um, 
some people out there believe NASA's whole function is not to explore space, but to generate space-related hoaxes, uh, such like the the Apollo moon landing, things like that. So, I okay, this is one. It's really hard for me to wrap my mind around. Could NASA be there solely for the purpose of exploiting money from the American taxpayers and exploring funding and research and all these things? Yes, I can. I can believe that. However, when you're a kid. And this could be part of the bigger lie. NASA's really involved with science centers and space programs. And I've seen demonstrations with NASA-based materials as a child to suggest that a lot of these things are real. But could, could that be part of the programming? I have no idea. On the, on the latter side of things, I want to believe that it's real. What are, yeah. Your, yeah, what are your thoughts, Bob? I, I, I believe that. I think NASA are a front. They're basically money laundering tax. You know, like the, it's just a, a facade to keep people like anytime I see NASA posting images and, you know, it seems like every day, like I'm on Instagram a lot. I don't know if you're you're following my, my stories. That It seems like every day just now I'm posting the latest from NASA is that we're going to be hit by something um, or, or something narrowly, narrowly missed the earth. And it, I, I always just comment on there saying this is cartoons for adults. It's, it's, you know, every cartoon that your kid's watching is either dinosaurs or space. And I think it's just a, you know, a front for, for the money. And what, what kind of backs up that up is pretty much 90% of, of missions that the, every president comes out and says when they get inaugurated that we're going to do this and then, two, three months before the date that they're going to do it, they'll say, oh, I'm sorry, it's been unsuccessful. Uh, we're going to have to scrap this mission and, and and start again. It's it's just a joke, and I don't know why we put up with it. I don't know why we're, you know, I think we should be demanding results, and if not, then they don't get our money. But um, And just to top that off, NASA, and this is a, a one that gets thrown about a lot, if you convert NASA into Hebrew, it uh, likely translates into uh, to deceive it's Nasha, which is to deceive. And on top of that, the one who founded it was Werner von Braun, which is a, a Nazi from Adolf Hitler's reign uh, who came over in Operation Paperclip and, and began NASA. And he was in, in power and in, in charge of all the moon missions from 1960s to the 19s. I think the last one was 72 or something. So, you know, I always laugh at the liberals that walk about wearing the NASA T-shirt saying, you're a Nazi, you're a Nazi. And you're like, you're wearing a T-shirt that was founded by, Na- by Nazis. <laughs> so, no, it's funny. So I know all about Werner Braun, Braun, Werner Braun, Braun, Von Braun. And I know how, <laughs> I know what he did uh, for our rocket program and the space program here. And a lot of people don't realize that that was the thing, but it is. Um, so, Bob, the next conspiracy on the list, and this is this is your favorite. Yeah. The flat earth theory. <laughs> uh, it's the one that stole my heart. It's the, one, it's the one that opened my eyes to, to the rest of the world and, and how it really works. But obviously I've got a soft spot for it. And I, and I think it should be one that's kind of taken in, in light and, and should be, you know, one that, I mean, everyone likes to talk about Bigfoot, aliens, they're kind of the lighthearted ones, but I can clear rooms with flat earth. People just get so mad. And I like how mean you have the, the banter. You know, you're one of the few people that I can do that with. But for me, it's it's an amazing one to get into. And uh, no, it's not for everyone. But, you know, I, I'm a full... Um, the best way I can put it in, into like, to, for people to understand is I am 99% sure we don't live in a ball. 
but I'm 90% sure it's flat. The only reason I leave that 10% is because in case we live in a, a 3D simulation, the simulation theory, which is something I haven't looked into, or that we're just like a realm. I, I don't know. Like I say, that that kind of stuff I haven't really looked into, but I definitely know we don't live in a spinning water ball. <laughs> right. So I'm not I'm not even going to touch on the flat earth. Uh, I've, <laughs> I've done it enough. Everybody knows my stance on it. Um, anyway, the next one on the list is uh, Planet Nine will kill us. Now, I don't know this one. I don't know this Planet Nine theory. Have you ever heard about this Planet Nine? No, no. So, okay, I'll briefly touch on it. In April 2016, the New York Post tweeted, a newly discovered planet could destroy the Earth as soon as this month. Mind you, that was back in 2016. The newspaper was referring to Planet Nine, a theoretical planet at the edge of the solar system. An accompanying video also claimed that the new planet could be throwing all sorts of asteroids and comets at Earth, which would supposedly end up pummeling our planet. Now, again, I don't, I've, I haven't heard this one, so we don't really need to touch on it. Um, the fifth one on the list here, Bob, is alien research is happening at Area 51. What are your thoughts on that? I I, I said I say this quite a lot on my own show is I have no uh, no willpower to go down the alien route. I, I don't believe in aliens. I think it's the government. I think the government are just toying with us. I think everything you see up in the sky is government you know, technology. I, I do believe they might have created UFOs that can, you know, traverse and, and move in directions that we couldn't fathom unless we think it's something from another planet. But I think that's exactly what it is. So this whole facade of Area 51 and, and that, I think it's just a, a woo-woo thing to keep people, you know, distracted. <laughs> I mean, it, it. so for me, I look, if the alien research was happening, it wouldn't be at Area 51 because that's the place that everybody's watching. Yeah. There's a lot more secret government facilities around the country and around the planet other than Area 51, right? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, could it be happening there? More than likely not. It's happening somewhere else in an undisclosed location that the general public doesn't know about. Mm -hmm. That's my thought. Um, so the sixth one on the list here, there is a killer planet known as Nibiru. Um, don't know if you've heard this one at all, Ba. I've heard of Nibiru. Is that the tenth planet? That's the one when you said nine, the ninth planet. I was like, well, I've heard of the tenth, so I'm just wondering if that's that one. But not one I've looked into again. But again, what you'll notice here is I was going to say it on the night when you mentioned the ninth planet one, it's fear, it's fear tactics. You and I both know they use that a lot. They used it during the COVID pandemic. Fear, fear, fear. Because when the the general public are in a state of fear, they're more likely to give up freedom. So. That's what I see a lot from NASA posting things like, oh, a comet's going to hit us. Oh, it gnarly missed. It's like, you know that you and I are switched on to it. Probably the most of the general public are like, eh, we hear this all the time. But there are that tiny probably portion of, of the public that are going to be scared and, and living at home in fear that day. <laughs> right. Oh, absolutely. Um, So just to touch on this a little bit, because I know a lot of people probably have never heard of this. So, um. Conspiracy, the conspiracy theorists say another dangerous planet is Nibiru, which was the first mentioned in the 1976 book, The Twelfth Planet. So I guess this would be The Twelfth Planet yeah. by Zachariah Sitchin. In the book, Sitchin translates ancient Sumerian cuneiform and claimed that the text is proof of a planet beyond Neptune called Nibiru that orbits the sun every 3,600 years. Um... 
that's what the conspiracy is. No, I've never heard of it. So we'll <laughs> we'll move on to the next one. Now, this is one that I did see a lot of in the media. Um, and this is that there is a face on Mars. All right. I think we've all seen the images ab- about this. I mean, if you look at this bot, it looks like a face. Have you seen the imagery? Is this the one that I recently saw? They're, they're saying it looks like a bear. Like a triangle in the middle, like a nose, and then two dots for eyes. I mean, yeah, it looks it looks like a face. It looks like there's a face on Mars. Now, for everybody out there, if you've seen this, um, this isn't relatively new. This comes from 1976. NASA's Viking 1 spacecraft took this picture. All right? Mm-hmm. And people started speculating immediately that there must be aliens on the red planet because they left behind a face as evidence of their existence. Is the basic go-to with this. Now, here's the thing. We have wicked imagery scattered all over the Earth that's only visible from aircraft above that is ancient, that has been here for years. Could a society do this on another planet like they did it here on Earth in the ancient times? Absolutely they could. Could this just be happenstance of weird imagery and shadows on, on the planet Mars? Absolutely. So it's anybody's guess. Yeah. Hey preppers, check out Blackbeard Fire Starters. Go to www.blackbeardfire.com backslash doomsday and utilize code doomsday for 10% off your entire order at blackbeardfire.com. Um, um Yep. No, nothing really to add there. No, 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 not really. Um So number eight on the list, I think this is great, and I have a different opinion on this myself, but number eight is the moon, Iapetus, if I'm saying this right, Iapetus, maybe that's right, is an alien Death Star. I, <laughs> so for those of you guys who don't know, Lapetus, I think is how you're supposed to say this, Lapetus or Iapetus, something like that, is a moon of Saturn that looks somewhat like the infam- infamous Death Star in the Star Wars franchise. That's it. Um I have my own opinions about moons that I'll get to a little bit later here. But, Bob, what do you think? Have you ever heard this one? Have you ever heard the theory that the the moon wasn't always there? Um, And I'm talking about, like, way, way, way back. I was saving it for the end. Oh, okay. (laughs) Sorry to ruin it. But, yeah, I've heard that. And, and again, it could be plausible. Uh, Obviously, because I've touched on in in the, the first point that, I, I've seen this footage that the Earth, the moon is actually made of plasma and that it does uh, this like solar wave, like a refreshing, you know, like like you would see on a computer screen where it refreshes. Uh, and this was Crow Triple Seven. He posted this uh, captured footage, and and I, I kind of have to side with that because of my beliefs on flat Earth. But again, I'm not closed off to these ideas unless you know they, they really do, you know, try to question things. But no. I, I, I could I could get on board with that. So I'll touch on my moon theory here real quick, um, just since it, since it came up in conversation. So this is my theory on the moon, Bob. The moon was a satellite that was put in place. Ancient writings talk about a time before the moon and how how the moon came about. Okay. Um, now my theory is that the moon is hollow. Okay. And it was physically put in place to monitor the Earth, and this kind of coincides with my theory of. When NASA went up there, they they found things, and that's why they're not letting us know what's going on, right? 
Yeah. So you take that for what you will. There was it was back in 2008 or 2009 under the Obama administration. We shot a missile at the moon to explode the surface to test for water vapor, which is you think would have been something we did when we were up there in '69. Yeah. But we didn't apparently. So we shot this missile at the moon, and then the moon rang like a bell for hours. Now. All reports of this online and everything else have been hidden. It's hard to find the information right now. I remember li- I remember listening to this kind of live while it was happening, like a play-by-play, driving to, uh, I was going to class and driving in there and listening to, on the radio about how they're following this play-by-play, right? And everybody was like, nah, you know, this. there's no way this is happening right now. They're not firing missiles at the moon, but by God, they were. Um, so, uh, number nine on the list here is Saturn's hexagon is alien technology. Now, this is one I haven't heard before by, have you heard this one? No. All right. So Saturn's hexagon was first spotted when NASA's Voyager spacecraft flew by the giant ring planet in 1980. The bizarre six-sided structure on the round planet's North Pole caused quite the stir because straight lines and polygons are not so common in nature. Now. This is what I this is what I will say about this. If you look at the pictures of this, if they're real and they're not faked, who freaking knows? But but it basically looks like how we have the North Pole or the South Pole on the Earth. It looks like that, but a perfect hexagon. Wow, that's what it looks like. Uh, magnetic waves do a lot of things for shapes. Mm-hmm. Could it be naturally occurring? Maybe. I, I'm not. I'm not so much into buying the alien theory on this. Um, number ten on the list is not a conspiracy I've heard either, um, but it states that Mars is as big as the Moon. Have you heard this one? Nope. Mm. All right. Originated in 2003, the infamous Mars hoax asserts that that Mars was closer to earth than it had been in the last 60,000 years prior. Uh, the planet will appear as large as a full moon when stared at out of a, Oh, this started out of a micro misconstrued email turned into a reoccurring rumor. I I've never heard this one. I don't really think we need to, we really need to touch on this. Um, I, I will say this, however, though, I think it's kind of an infantile thought. Uh, to really suggest that we can really tell the size of things in space, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's really hard for me to believe, unless you're shooting sonar out through space and you're waiting for something to bounce off an object and be carried back, you know, for those sound waves to be carried back, it's really hard for me to believe. And then there's the theory of sound waves aren't carried in space because there's no atmosphere in space. So the whole being able to size thing throughout space, I think, is kind of just crap to begin with. Um, yeah. Want to be a guest on the show? Email it's doomsdaypodcast at gmail.com. That's it's doomsdaypodcast at gmail.com. Anyway, the next one in here is that the moon will turn green. I've never seen a green moon, but have you ever seen <laughs> no. a green moon? Okay. Me either. Uh, in spring of 2016, there was a rumor that the moon would turn green because several planets have, have had aligned and it would cause an eerie glow. Eerie glow. Um, this was supposed to happen on April 20th and again on the 29th for the first time since 19 or 1596, the rumor alleged. 
Um, but the moon never actually turned green. But it would be cool. Mm-hmm. I think a green moon would be pretty sweet. Uh, so the next one on here is that the earth will go dark for two weeks. Now, here's here's the thing. I You know, everybody, when, as you're hearing us go through these conspiracies on the show here, I'm going to try to start moving through these pretty quick. But understand that people create rumors online just for the internet clout, just for clickbait. So don't put a whole lot of thought into these. Um, the Earth Will Go Dark for two weeks. This one came out in July of 2015. A website called Newswatch 33 wrote an article claiming that the Earth would have 15 days of complete darkness that year. Um, clearly that didn't happen. Bob, you don't remember two weeks of darkness, right? No. No, no. me either. Okay. <laughs> I, th- I think that was a Q thing, was it? it, it everything would go dark. It was a whole Q Trump thing that I'd, I'd vaguely heard about. Right. Um, so the 13th one on the list here is the zero gravity day will make you go weightless. If you ever wanted to leap into the sky and sort of like Superman, this hoax is for you. In the late 2014, early 2015, a widely shared story claimed on January 4th, 2015, everyone on Earth would experience weightlessness due to a rare alignment of planets. Never happened. No. Man, the things I could do if I was weightless. <laughs> <laughs> um. So 14 on the list is alien spacecraft caused a mysterious explosion back in 2004. An expedition of Russian Russian researchers working in Siberia claimed to have discovered an extraterrestrial device close to where the mysterious, uh, I can't say this word correctly, Tunguska, Tunguska explosion occurred. Scientists are still aren't sure exactly what blew up in the sky over Siberia that day in 1908. But the leading theory is that it was a large meteorite and an asteroid, an asteroid according to live science. So I haven't heard of this one either. If they're saying something alien happened out there, I'm just kind of inclined to believe it because I know how much the government covers up. Right. But who knows, Bob? Who knows? Yeah. Um, 15 on the list is there was a UFO caught refueling at the sun. There's images of this. I'm not believing this for a second. Um, I just, I don't. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, there's another one here that is great. Number 16 is there is a creature on Mars. There's a photo snapped um, that looks like it could be a female Bigfoot on Mars. I think this one doesn't even worth mentioning. Um. Number 17 on the list is I saw a bright UFO on the sky. Okay, so let's let's be real here and think for a second. There is a crap ton of UFO reports that come out every year, okay? There was more that came out in 2020 or 2022. We had like a record number influx of UFOs this last past year. I think a lot of that was due to Starlink because people are seeing Starlink in the sky and they're like, what the hell is that, right? And they're reporting this stuff and not knowing what it actually is. Um, I've even had people text me saying, hey, dude, I just saw a UFO. And I'm like, no, what you're describing is Starlink. You did not see a UFO. Hey, preppers, do you want 10% off survival food? Go to www.readywise.com and use code DOOM10 at checkout for 10% off all your survival food needs. Again, that's code DOOM10 at checkout at readywise.com. D-O-O-M-10 for 10% off at readywise.com. Um, 
<laughs> what, what's what's Starlink? Starlink is uh, Elon Musk's internet, and oh, okay. how it works is it's a series of satellites that rotate around the globe. All right, mm-hmm. and they they travel in a train like pattern. So you can get online, you can look up the times that this is coming through your area, and you will actually see this going overhead. It's like a it's like a a bunch of lights going across the sky like a train. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, so it's pretty interesting. You can get online. Um, you go to, I think the website's findstarlink.com, and you type in your coordinates or your address, and boom, it'll tell you when it's coming through your area. Uh, it's pretty interesting. I haven't seen them yet, but I've saw enough videos to know what they would uh, look like if they do come over my way. Um, 18 on the list is NASA can travel faster than light. I'm not buying that. No. 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 Um, 19 on the list is we've launched balloons into space. Uh, <laughs> I don't think we're launching any balloons in the space. Even the common theory with the weather balloon is it goes up, it hits the upper atmosphere, it pops and comes back down. I don't think we have to worry about balloons in space, Ba. Uh, the the number 20 on here is that there are canals on Mars. My thought in there on that is why wouldn't there be canals on Mars? You have canals on Earth. There's canals everywhere. Why wouldn't you have canals? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a pretty standard one. All right. So a couple more here on the list, then we'll move into the militarization of space. Um so 21 is a star is flinging comets by Earth. Um, so I don't know what this one is. Uh, a longstanding theory known as Nemesis supposes that there are some sort of Death Star out there um, at the edge of the solar system whose orbit motions uh, per, per tub comes in an icy region, of, icy region of objects known as the Oort Cloud or Oort Cloud. If I'm saying that correctly, according to the mist, the star's gravity throws these comets toward the inner solar system, um, and these comets collide with Earth and cause max extinction every 27 million years. Have you heard this? No, I haven't heard that either. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't know. There's things flying through space all the time, right? Yeah. <clears throat> So yeah, I think a lot of these they're not actually like conspiracy theories that we could get like into in, in depth. It's just things we're being told that people will maybe run with or send some articles or pictures, whatever. But I mean, to me, it's just one big part of like the the belief system. If you want to believe in it and believe in aliens, which I think what you were touching upon earlier is like uh, in the last few more sightings and all that leads. What I believe is that most people. Uh, Joe Rogan, for example, I think, and even in mainstream news in America, they're starting to come out and say that there, there's more alien or UFOs being sighted. And I think it, it's leading into the alien agenda that they want us all to believe in aliens. So that they, I, I think Operation Blue Moon, I'm surprised that one hasn't come up on your list. Maybe it will. I don't know. Um, yeah. <laughs> so next one here is that there's life on Venus. Uh, back in the 1970s and 1980s, the Soviet Union sent several several uncrewed missions to study Venus. Um, basically, they came back with a picture that looks like mechanical objects on the surface. I mean, if these photos are real, this is clearly not um, a man-made object, or it clearly is a 
man-made object of some kind. Um, but again, this is all claiming to be debunked. Uh, you guys can get online and do the research as to why. I'm just, I, I've never heard this one either, Bob. Have you? No, I haven't heard it at all. Um, no, I'd have to see the image as well. That's, that sounds interesting again. And, and I always have to like see some of these images, like the black hole and the one that was like a donut. And, and we all make fun of these pictures because it's like, how are they getting these pictures? But obviously I feel like I'm putting a dampener on this kind of stuff because I've got my set beliefs and I'm kind of shitting on these ideas. But for me, it's, it's just mockery. It's just cartoons for adults, as I say, but carry on. <laughs> you know, so one thing I'm noticing kind of a trend here is a lot of these things came out in 2015. So what had us so focused on space in 2015 kind of makes me wonder. Anyway, uh, 2013, an asteroid is about to crash into Earth. or That's number 23 on the list. An asteroid is about to crash into Earth. This came out in 2015. Clearly didn't happen. Um, it, number 24 on the list. This is probably one of the biggest conspiracies out there and pulls in uh, pulls in um, Area 51 is the aliens landed in Roswell, right? Okay, so here's the deal, guys. Just to break this down, I'm a firm believer that something did happen in Roswell. All right, I am. There's too much that came out. There is too much that's gone on. There's. It was, in my opinion, it happened, and then it was a government cover up. Have you looked I mean, into the Roswell stuff, Bob? No, as I was saying, like I'm kind of backtracking here, but when I said earlier that I have no feeling to go into the alien stuff because I just don't believe it, that one is the one that would, if I do, you know, if my listeners are listening, if I do, it will be that. Because, I mean, I listened to Joe Rogan and Eddie Bravo, his sidekick, for, for a, a long time. I used to listen to him religiously. And for me, those two are the, the, the main guys for looking into that stuff. And they were hooked on aliens they said there's nothing that they haven't read, watched, you know, and they are they were also sure the Roswell was was real. So again, if I, if I do look into that, it, I'll I'll definitely start with Roswell. But if you want to tell me a little bit about it, Rico, like let me know. You know what? I've got I've got an idea. Uh, I'll talk to you after the show. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Number twenty five on the list is climate change isn't real. Okay. Uh, Carry on. on. I I don't listen. I don't believe in the climate change thing. The climate is always changing. It's it's like a living organism. It's always going to change. The fact that people want to throw money at it and think there's something we could do about it is just, again, an infantile thought. It got hot before. It got cold before. We've had record highs before. We've had record lows before. We didn't just start recording the weather and record temperatures and stuff. We've been doing this for years. Mm -hmm. So climate change is always going to happen. It's a natural part of the earth. Um, Anyway, that that does it for like the 25 top space conspiracies. Um, So no Operation Bluebeam. No Operation Bluebeam. Uh... Do you, do you, I think it's key to touch on that because I think this is what this is all about. It's interesting you said about 2015 as well. That's something that sent alarm bells ringing, so I'll maybe look into that for, for another show or, or for my own uh, peace of mind. But um, for me, this is what this is all leading to, and I don't know if you've ever seen uh, the uh, Ronald Reagan speech at the EU where he talks about maybe the only wor- way to get ro- world peace would be if we were to be attacked by a an outer dimension, like basically alien, an alien attack. 
So I I do believe that this whole NASA thing and maybe the amp the amp the amping up of it since 2015 is part of getting people on board with believing in aliens. Like I I do genuinely believe that even if you don't today, you will by 2030. You will believe in aliens because they're gonna amp up their they're pushing it in in the media. They're gonna more things are gonna be flying above our heads to the point where you're not going to be able to not believe in aliens. And then Operation Bluebeam is the, the theory. And it's it's not a conspiracy. I mean, it's real where they can project things into the sky. I think Jerusalem had like a kingdom, in the, or was it China? They had like a, a kingdom in the sky, buildings and things. And they, they've obviously messed around with it. They've had whales at, at festivals, whales floating about in the sky. So this is a real technology. And and I, I fully believe that one day they, they might use this to make it look as if we're being attacked by alien race to get their one world government passed. This is an emergency action message. At approximately 1 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time, Nora is tracking 15 ICBM nuclear missiles inbound to the following cities. Orlando, Miami, Pittsburgh, Dover, Newark, Richland, Philadelphia, New York City, Baltimore, Los Angeles, Las Vegas, Boston, Seattle, Detroit. This is an extremely deadly situation. Stay tuned, the next emergency message will be a presidential address.